Here we go on a great day for talk radio. The topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville panel has gathered in the studio this Friday afternoon. The Reverend Dr. Sherry DeNovo, minister at Trinity St. Paul's Center for Faith, Justice and the Arts and the former NDP MPP for Parkdale High Park. Good afternoon, Sherry. Good afternoon, John. Always a pleasure. Thank you. John Capobianco, Senior VP, Senior Partner and National Practice Lead for Public Affairs in Fleischman-Hilliard's Toronto office. He's been involved in grassroots politics for most of his adult life. How's John? (laughs) Which is true, John. I'm doing well, thank you. (laughs) Why would I say it if it weren't true? I don't want to misrepresent here. Face a lawsuit or worse. Michael Giles rounding out the panel. He's been in government at a grassroots level for 30 some odd years so he's got you eclipsed by about a dozen or so there johnny how's michael i'm very good or because he's younger than i am emphasis on on the odd years yeah the odd years that's right wow all right uh that's michael giles saint michael to his friends and we know (laughs) the name saint michael's has come under some severe scrutiny this week wow uh is right because they They've got now a third incident of uh, hazing, I guess, or abuse at the school that's been reported. The first two this week have uh, caused all kinds of uh, paroxysms here of whether or not the school has handled this right. Uh, there have been two sets of expulsions of four students in each incident. Incident: uh, One student has been suspended. Parents were notified. They were meeting earlier today and then again tonight at 6 o'clock because uh, this has just roiled the school. The police were drawn into it as early as Monday, according to the school's timeline anyway, when a video surfaced on Monday morning about a first incident in a boy's washroom that involved, and uh, I want to be as tactful as I can, uh, the attempted sodomy by broomstick is, I guess, the way it's being reported. And the video that it circulated is now being construed as child pornography, so the Police have advised any who might be in its possession to uh, delete immediately and don't spread it around. Otherwise, you face severe consequences. Look, the takeaway from this for my uh, first question anyway is whether or not uh, this has damaged St. Mike's reputation irreparably uh, or do you see this as being an isolated incident because there have been accounts that this is kind of endemic to this boys' school. There's a culture of bullying that's been going on for years I've had people discount or dispute that here earlier today. Sherry, I'll start with you. Damage to the reputation irreparably? Uh, I don't know about irreparably, but certainly uh, huge damage done here. I mean, this is a sexual assault case, and children are involved, and clearly the administration did not make the right moves, did not make the right calls. Um, there's going to be horrific In what way fallout. did they err? Um, they didn't phone the police immediately, from my understanding. Now things are still unfolding. Um, they should have phoned the police immediately. Um, this is an assault case. They say they did on Monday, and uh, this is when it first came to their attention. Well, there, there's conflicting views on that in the media and, and from parents to um, clearly, if this is not the only incident, and now it sounds like it isn't, uh, again, the culpability of administration, even if they're not paying attention, is still there. Now, listen, I have a very good friend who graduated from St. Mike's, loved his time there. It was good. Um, but I think this current administration is not going to survive this. I would be surprised if they do. If I were a parent of those children, um, that certainly that child that or more that was assaulted, I mean, I would be phoning a lawyer. I would be. I would need to get counseling for that child for the longest time. I mean, this is a horrendous situation. It really is. And uh, um, and hazing is nothing new. I mean, hazing has been happening, um, and not just at St. Mike's, but well, in other circumstances. How do circumstances. you control, uh, let's say, some folks for whom this, you know, they're outliers or they go into certain perversities? I mean, hazing. You know, Eight. My- 
boys. Eight boys were were okay. So, uh, John, did the Mm -hmm. school fail in its duty of care to these kids? Uh, Well, I think they did, and I'll tell you the tragedy of this is, and again, in the age of social media, um, where you know um, there's a vacuum of information, uh, you know, you get all sorts of accusations, and, and you get all sorts of conspiracy theories, and all sorts of things that have happened, and we've seen it time and time again with respect to anything that is of criminal nature when the the uh, uh, the the party that's being affected the school in this case doesn't come up with some sort of a statement doesn't come up with some sort of a reaction all of a sudden everybody thinks that they're hiding they're not doing it properly they're they're you know they're not doing their, their due diligence um, and what we're hearing now is conflicting reports as, as sherry said where the police said that the only time that they heard about it was a criminal activity was through the media versus the school who might have called and said hey we might have an incident and that's a, that's a failure of some sort uh, the schools now kind of recovered they've done a statement they've they've made a timeline of of activities that show the people and i guess their their parents as well and their stakeholders exactly what happened when they found out who they called and what they tried to do and i think in some case here the school has got the responsibility to the victims first and foremost of the poor child that was that was victimized um and then of course that's their first uh, and only uh, um attention at the at the very early start and then of course they have to expand from that and move move out as to you know then the parents and the parents of the kids that were infected and all that kind of stuff so i think there is going to be a huge um, uh, controversy around the school and the fact that it was an isolated situation john is the other issue with respect to the reputation of the school uh, okay it wasn't isolated is what you're saying now that we've had a third one reported this week uh the third today what does this do insofar as the school's reputation and is it responsible ultimately for the duty of care of the kids and uh, did it mess up on when it called the police, according to Sherry and John, uh, might have been later than it should have been. It should have been immediate. What do you say, Michael? Absolutely. I mean, I believe, uh, I, you know, reference sort of Cardinal Col- uh, uh, Collins, who's the our Cardinal Archbishop of Toronto, he was referring to sex abuse issues within the church. But I remember hearing him once say, you know, if, if you see anything like this and you're inside the church, call the police first, call me second. Don't call me. And and I think this is a situation where, listen, I went to high school. I went to a Catholic high school. You know, I was terrified of the first day because I heard there's all these things would be going on. You know, I used to have to wear a uniform. They poured vinegar on my tie. You know, that kind of stuff. This is a whole different dimension. You know, speaking to a church, this was a sexual assault upon a young boy inside a gymnasium within a school that's supposed to be a place that's safe. And, uh, you know, I, and, and I, you know, I'm not going to cast any aspersions on the administration until we sort of hash this out and see what went on. But, you know, you stand back and you've got to say to yourself, like, what the hell is going on here? This is inside a washroom of a school. And, uh, you know, the fact that it's being posted on online. And, yeah, you know, I understand what the police are saying when they cite child pornography because the message is out there. So don't share this and don't be watching this. And, don't you know, this is not something to be taken lightly. So, yeah, there is something seriously wrong here. And I, I think speaking to John and Sherry's point, there's going to have to be, obviously, I believe, a, a major uh, overhaul of the administration of this school. Like something, right. something has to be held accountable. Uh, well, well, that's the question. I mean, how do you hold somebody accountable? I'm not trying to be glib here, but you've got people who uh, – you know, if boys go off the rails, uh, can you supervise them 24-7, uh, certainly on the school premises? If you've got these kids who maybe harbor perverse and sadistic thoughts and act them out when they feel they've been given permission in a group setting and there's peer pressure and everything like that, like how far does the administration's control over that kind of impulse uh, really extend, Sherry? Well, several incidents, many boys involved, uh, you know, that... That speaks to, and and Mike's made the point, I mean, gyms, washrooms, um, is there no supervision? Uh, I mean, 
didn't people hear the screams? I mean, I, like it, it's shocking. It's shocking. And if my child was there, I would want my child out of there until this situation and, and somebody took responsibility and until what led to it is looked at as well, because it's not a safe place, clearly. Not a safe place for children well, right now. Now, it's interesting because I did hear from uh, an alumnus who's a supporter of the school and a patron, uh, Dennis Mills, who's also a former parliamentarian, called in. Uh, he's shocked by this, all these revelations. But he said in no way, shape or form in the arc of 166 years of a venerable institution is this sort of, you know, a culture that exists there. So, I mean, if these are isolated incidents, uh does the administration still hold a responsibility and they've got to go? I guess that's well, what the they... administration hasn't been there for 166 no, years. No, I get so, it, but... so this administration is clearly, you know, if, if you want to look at the great arc of the school, and as I said, you know, I had a really good friend who had a really good experience there. But I mean, you know, somebody has to be held responsible. Uh, who else but the administration in well, this instance? And I think well, that I... speaks to the whole notion of, you know, I, I don't think you go and close down the school and all the. I think what you say is you fix the problem. That's what you have to do. It's say there's obviously an issue here. Fix the problem. The school goes on. There's going to be a lot of people with great memories and great success at that school. But obviously, this is a problem that needs to be fixed. But I would say this, though, John, and I think that hazing, of course, as even Michael says in his day, uh, just a few years back, <laughs> was, was hazed. Yeah. Uh, it's something that has happened for a long, long time. But here's what gets me, and that is the hazing and the reports of hazing that have gone crazy uh, has not been new to this. So schools know that, that the hazing uh, that has happened over the course of the last little while, especially the ones that have gotten bad and, gotten, and become, you know, sort of offenses and, and some criminal offenses. So there should have been some level of, of administration to say, you know what, we know that the school has done phasing in the past. So let's let's put some parameters around it. Let's 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 actually make it so that it's a sanctioned activity where there's supervision or something of that you sort. You still think hazing ought to be permitted? Well, I think there, I think some level of hazing is 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 you know fun and, and, and can be fun but but I think that um, you know I think the whole concept quite frankly I've never been hazed uh, when I went to school but I went to a public school so maybe there wasn't haze, maybe hazing was happening every day um, but alright let me just ask very quickly hazing do you think there's still room for it? With, yeah the mild stuff that I would be talking about vinegar on your tie you know you have to wear a red hat on or some you know ridiculous stuff but not this kind of sure, it, goes, okay. it goes on at universities you know for, for, for well, pledging I, all the time but I mean this is not that this yeah. is sexual assault. No, no we right? understand. We understand. Um, but so, we so uh, you know, boys, you know, it, it's some level of banter is going to go on. High school is, you know, full of that, both public and private. But I mean, this is not that. This is assault, and as assault, it's a crime. This absolutely a crime, okay. Right? Uh, I'm just pointing out that yeah. there have been several instances where. Uh, Hazing has resulted in death if you study the litany of American colleges and universities and frat pledges. Uh, boy, I know we've downloaded here about uh, two dozen stories just off the top of our heads. And, you know, where kids have died because of alcohol poisoning, uh, subjected to boiling water, uh, having to eat, you know, hot cayenne pepper and so on. I mean, while it's not a sexual assault per se, I guess it constitutes an assault, and this is where people cross the line into uh, a different realm entirely. So I don't know if that's uh, something we ought to really reconsider whether hazing practices ought to be outlawed in any way, shape, or form. But that's uh, to the ignominy of St. Mike's, and we'll see how they continue to deal with it. They're meeting with another parents group here within the hour. Uh, more to come, I'm sure, since this third incident has surfaced today as well. The police now actively involved, and again, anybody in possession of one of those uh, 
videos uh, dealing with the sexual assault uh, is advised to delete because it constitutes child pornography. We'll come back with our panel. There are many more topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville with Sherry DeNovo, John Capobianco, Michael Giles on The Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. People in the video were laughing when it was happening to them. There was no bystander intervention at all. Stuff like this has been happening for years at the school, uh, maybe even decades. Make no mistake, this is not part of the culture of the institution. They're protecting the institution over the individual. 